You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. South Australia has announced that it's going to build the world's biggest solar thermal power plant near Port Augusta. It's a $650 million plant and it'll start construction in 2018, the Aurora Solar Energy Project. The American company that has been signed up to do this, they've done some very successful stuff in Nevada where they've built a smaller version of what's being built in South Australia. The plant will deliver 495 gigawatt hours of power annually, or 5% of South Australia's energy needs. It's the equivalent of powering more than 90,000 homes. It's 30 kilometres north of Port Augusta, so perfect location, nice flat land, plenty of sunshine. It's completely emission-free. Now, the way that it works is it has a bunch of really highly polished and precisely located mirrors that surround a tower. Mm-hmm. The mirrors then focus sunlight during daylight hours. So they can move around. They can on move access, around, yeah. but they, they're focusing the sun on this tower that's mm-hmm. elevated above mm-hmm. them, well off the ground, and that heats up molten salt. Yep. And then that's used to create steam, and then the steam drives turbines, and then you create electricity. And the benefit of this is that that molten salt can uh, remain hot even once the sun goes down. Yep. So that circulates through a system and goes into a storage container. And I believe it's about up to 10 hours that heat is retained. Yep. So what will happen is during the day, the sunlight reflected onto this point, the molten salt moves through the system and then is stored in this container at really hot temperatures and then run through this steam turbine. And then after the sun goes down, you've still got another 10 hours where it can run through the system. I think there might be a version of this built in another part, possibly in New South Wales. There might have There was either one that was proposed. It was going to be one of the tallest structures in the world. I think that one got sort of mothballed, but Mm -hmm. I believe there might be another one in New South Wales. I'll have to check on that one. Solar Reserve is the name of the United States operator. They've got a contract with the uh, South Australian government that will last 20 years, and this was apparently the lowest cost option of shortlisted bids for the project. So it was an international tender that went out, and uh, dozens of companies tried to get involved with this, but Solar Reserve was chosen. If you go to our website in our Twitter feed at the bottom of our homepage, you'll see a video that I posted of a time lapse of the Solar Reserve mm-hmm. Nevada project being built. It's much smaller than the one in South Australia, in Port Augusta. Mm-hmm. According to Nick Xenophon, who's a, he's an independent senator Senate, yeah. for South Australia, and he actually did a deal to secure funding with this, for this before the last federal election. And this was struck between the federal government and, and Xenophon to get his support for company tax cuts legislation. Uh, he said the project would transform the energy market in South Australia and be a, a, quote, flagship project for the entire nation. This will make a difference in the South Australian energy market that will secure the grid and mean more baseload power than intermittent power. Now, South Australia really is leading the way at this stage, aren't they? Yeah, they're trying to, aren't they? It's going to employ a lot of people. There'll be 50 full-time people employed on an ongoing basis once it's operational. And in the construction phase, there'll be more than 700 jobs created. So that's an important thing for South Australia. They've lost a lot of car manufacturing jobs recently. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing for them. As I mentioned, it uses heliostats or mirrors to concentrate sunlight onto the tower that heaps the molten salt. So that's kind of an interesting one that comes on the heels of the world's biggest lithium battery 
battery being built by Tesla that promised to build one within 100 days. So we're expecting that it'll be built by uh, uh, December the, the 1st. Otherwise, Elon Musk's promised that he'll be paying for it himself, and that's a cost of about $50 million. I guess when you've got $25 billion in the bank, that's kind of small change. But that will be a 100 megawatt battery. It'll be there by summer provide energy stability for the South Australian and also the emergency backup for shortfalls. That's working with the expanded Hornsdale Wind Farm under construction at the moment, and that's a French company that's providing that. So, so the uh, the battery is going to give the backup store the mm-hmm. uh, the the wind generated electricity for use at times when they need electricity. According to Musk, you can essentially charge up the battery packs when you have excess power, when the cost of production is very low, and then discharge it when the cost of power production is high, and this effectively lowers the average cost to the end customer. Customer. He says it's a fundamental efficiency improvement for the grid. Really exciting stuff there. Those two big projects, and according to Professor Tim Flannery, the uh, well-known conservationist environmentalist, South Australians are witnessing firsthand how swiftly this technology can be built and used with the battery expected to be up and running this year. According to Flannery, South Australia joins the likes of California as a world leader in demonstrating how renewable energy and storage technologies can power our economy cheaply and cleanly. Thanks for listening. And head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media. We welcome your feedback and suggestion for future shows.